0: Today, something a bit different, a whole new world uh, that we're about to dive into. Uh, And you're about to find out why. The world of esports is absolutely booming. The FIFA 18 finals are coming up this Thursday live on your TV screens on Fox Sports 501, where FIFA 18 competitors are trying to qualify their spot in the World Cup. It's Tuesday, the 24th of April. It's time for your daily
1: dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage, The Splash, with your host, Phil Pryor.
0: Yeah, that's right. This Thursday on Fox Sports 501 in the evening uh, we will be showing live on your TV screens the Australian final of the FIFA 18 tournament across both PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, its It really is a whole new world out there. Uh, and to help uh, explain why and how and, and all the other questions that we all currently have is Fox Football's eSports commentator... Nathan Patrick, welcome to The Splash, Nathan.
1: Thank you, Phil. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, a, a really simple uh, first-up question, what is going on? <laughs> As you said, a whole new world, uh,
1: but an exciting one, in my opinion. Something that is really coming on leaps and bounds, not just in Australia, but globally.
0: We're all, Yeah, we're all aware that, that it's out there, um, but just, yeah, how... How big is eSports? How big has it become?
1: I guess to answer your question, it's gotten to the point where the FFA, uh, who obviously run the A-League, have Mm. seen the massive potential that it has uh, and done a really good job in setting up this E-League tournament. uh, Where, as you've mentioned, the finals this Thursday, the best FIFA players uh, in Australia will be competing to qualify for the FIFA E-World Cup.
0: Yeah, wow. Um, And why do the FFA see... Uh, see this is something that they want to hitch themselves to?
1: Well, firstly, uh, the research is still young, particularly in Australia. Nielsen are doing some good work over there, but it's estimated there's over 1 million people in Australia playing FIFA. Uh, That's roughly (laughs) the same uh, amount of people playing soccer in the country uh, on the weekend uh, or playing futsal. Uh, So they understand there's a massive fan base out there or a playing base. Mm. Uh, The idea, of course, to bring some of those across to the A-League or at least expose them to the clubs that exist... uh, because what these guys are doing, it's all online, really, mostly. You play your weekend league, you play that online, maybe not watching traditional TV uh, as it exists uh, at the moment. But what we're finding is that they love it. Uh, when you're exposing them to a bit of the A-League, these competitors are now going to the games on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cripsy and Marcus Gomes were there for the uh, Melbourne City-Brisbane-Raw clash. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're getting in amongst it and loving it. They're two of the more better known, uh, esports, uh, players. Exactly. So Cripsy representing Brisbane Roar and Marcus Gomes is Melbourne City's esports player. They've signed him full time, not just yeah. for the E League. Uh, he, he represents them all the time. Wow. Uh, no doubt through this tournament, there's going to be more of those guys on board. Uh, but what's really happening is not only is the FFA exposing them to the A League, which is great, uh, they're realizing the E League in amongst itself is a fully fleshed out thing. It is a, a legit, serious competition where these guys uh, are training as much as a traditional athlete would, uh, competing, and it's getting uh, world recognition. Uh, we get people from the UK, uh, commentators, fans, uh, the US, the MLS, absolutely loving it. Australia yeah. uh, Australia's getting global recognition on the eSports stage purely because of this E-League tournament.
0: Yeah, wow. Okay, so basically these guys on... Thursday, uh, across a two session, uh, finals day, uh, which it's been called the second one of those sessions starting at 8 PM will be broadcast on Fox sports 501. They are trying to qualify for the FIFA 18 Esports world cup, which basically runs alongside the real deal.
1: Exactly. Uh, so for these guys, that is their equivalent, uh, maybe not as fortunate, or maybe just not interested in playing traditional football, but what they have done is gotten themselves to the ability where they're that good uh, that they can represent uh, themselves, their country, at this event. Uh, There's lots of different ways to qualify, lots of different tournaments, Uh, but the E-League, the individual winner of the E-League, we've actually already had uh, the premiers, Sydney FC, have won something yet again, uh, Mm -hmm. taking out the E-League Premiership. But now this Thursday, as you mentioned, it becomes individual competition where these guys, there'll be one winner ultimate winner, they will qualify
0: uh, for a playoff event to get into that FIFA E-World Cup. Man, this is serious um, and competitive. So these guys, this is their full-time job, or is this something that they go home at the end of a a nine-to-five and uh, and train for a few hours?
1: There's definitely uh, a variety uh, between those two groups and somewhere in between. Uh, Like anything you do, the more you do it, the better you're going to get. So even if these guys, and I know a few of them have full-time jobs, then it's straight home to start grinding. Uh, The Weekend League, uh, which is really how you get Mm -hmm. recognised, how you get to see yourself uh, named in some of these events, Uh, that's 40 games of competitive FIFA every weekend, uh, each game going for about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, That is a lot of FIFA to be playing, back to back to back to back. Uh, It is mentally draining. It is genuinely physically draining. Uh, We're starting to see, uh, and, and try and hold your laughter, but also laugh at the same time. Uh, Some competitors overseas have hand masseuses because of how draining this competition can get. So if you make it to that level, you can start to get physios in there and stuff to up your performance. Uh, We're seeing uh, Marcus Gomes from Melbourne City uh, take uh, some courses, take some training at the eSports High Performance Center, which exists uh, within Moore Park. That is a space for eSports competitors to come and improve and get analyzed, uh, not just about your actual FIFA gameplay, but it's a holistic approach. It's seeing physically, what can we be doing uh, to improve you? Everything from uh, regular sleep uh, and hydration uh, to monitoring your reflexes. Uh, how quickly do you uh, react to different stimuli? Uh, it really is big business. Uh, and some of these guys are taking it to the next level.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I love it. That's my... Did, did you just say that there's a high performance center for esports? There
1: certainly is. So based in Moorpark, uh, the esports high performance center looks after different esports. So they have League of Legends, they have Overwatch. I'm hearing there might be FIFA included there very soon. Uh, and Marcus Gomes very recently yeah. uh, through Melbourne City was sort of the first to trial how that looks. Uh, and he more than happy, I'm sure, to respond to you on Twitter, on Instagram, or wherever you can find him. Yeah. Uh, the amount that he got out of that was just amazing. Again, for these guys, yeah, they've been going in uh, by themselves. They don't have a coach, most of them. They don't have a mentor figure. So to go somewhere where you can get your gameplay analyzed, where you can improve your reflexes, where you can uh, work out how to monitor your physical well-being, because again, these games are genuinely draining playing that much FIFA. Yeah. Uh, it's going to help him
0: and anyone who goes there take their performance to the next level. Wow, this is absolutely uh, insane. Um, okay, so how has this uh, tournament come about, essentially? This is a, obviously the FFA uh, combining with uh, with Fox Sports as well. And, and who else is involved? Yeah, no, good question. Uh, Fox Sports are the broadcast
1: partner. So it's been the FFA's work. They've done an excellent job in acquiring more license yeah. uh, and in really structuring the tournament, ensuring that it is done as a serious tournament because yeah, yeah. these competitors take it seriously. And then Fox Sports, uh, led by Murray Shaw, the executive producer of football, has taken this on as well, uh, realized exactly the potential that esports has, mm. a lot of the synergies that it has with football and the A-League. Yeah. Uh, and so that's been on Twitch and Fox Sports Digital every Thursday night. Uh, and now as we reach this pinnacle of the competition, this individual face-off, it's going to be on Fox Sports 501 right after
0: Just for Kicks as well. Yeah, crazy. Oh, that's a That's a nice time slot and obviously uh, it's been timed purposely I'm sure given that the a-league uh, finals are uh, we're in the midst of those as well um, so I hear you told me off air before that uh, that uh, one of the Melbourne victory players also plays this professionally as well is he the only uh, the only professional footballer that has transferred across to, to this world as well.
1: Yeah, so Mitch Austin, playing uh, traditionally on the wing uh, for Melbourne Victory, though he'd mm-hmm. like to tell you could play anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not only <laughs> plays for Melbourne Victory, uh, but he's unfortunately uh, had an ACL injury recently, yeah, uh, right. which a lot of people associated with the E-League seem to have had. Uh, shout out to Mo's Wed and Amy Harrison as well. Uh, but what that has given the opportunity to do, uh, he is very good at FIFA, and he'll tell you how important it has been to have some type of comp- uh, competition rather to expose himself to. Like, he's a competitive-driven guy. Mm. Uh, if he can't be doing that, he needs that outlet. Yeah. Uh, and he's chosen FIFA to do that. Uh, but is also exceptional at it. Uh, as his rehab has uh, gone forward, uh, he's had his teammate, Moswed Wed, fill in for him. Uh, but he's back, I believe, for this finals event. Because it means that much to him. It means that much to Melbourne Victory. Yeah. They have their own dedicated esports uh, social channels and whatnot. Uh, they realize the potential that Mitch has in this game, as well as a traditional athlete, uh, so Mitch Austin would be the standout, I guess, traditional athlete that you'll see in this. Moe Zwed uh, plays in the MPL. actually played against Melbourne Victory uh, previously before. Uh, and most of the other boys, uh, I want to say all of them because it would be close, uh, play soccer on the weekend. Yeah, okay. uh, they're yeah. all uh, you know, fans of the game, if nothing else. Yeah. And you'll certainly yeah. see them uh, actually play against one of them in my uh, football comp. Shout out again, uh, Hornsby Gladesville Association. <laughs> uh, and then there's people like Samir. Uh, if you are thinking at all uh, of tuning in to watch the E-League on Thursday night, do it just to see Samir, Sydney FC uh, representative. He is the biggest boy you ever see. Dead set, he is built bigger than some traditional athletes, and I'm not just saying that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he sort of copied or, or lent maybe uh, Adrian uh guns celebration, of which Adrian <laughs> himself uh, was talking about on Just for Kicks. Uh, so yeah, these guys love their FIFA and are very yeah, driven yeah but also they have that traditional sports background or love.
0: Yeah, right. So how's the broadcast going to differ from uh, from actual football?
1: Yeah, great question. Uh, and again, if you are thinking about watching, I really uh, implore you to at least just give it a go. See if you're interested yeah. in that there are some synergies. It's a football game at the end of the day. We're not playing uh, a fantasy game that you might not be able to understand. Mm. If you get the A-League, if you love football, you understand what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. And there's been some great feedback already by people watching who have said, I'm down, I get it. One thing you're going to see that's a little bit different uh, is that there's no A-League players involved in-game. Uh, they can actually select anyone right. that they want in the entire world to play okay. with uh, because that's what happens. That's a global standard. Yes. Uh, so Australia, of course, is going to copy that. So, uh,
0: so they're going to be picking... The teams rated the highest. Exactly. You
1: so you're going to have uh, you can make up your team uh, from any players in the world. So oh, you can okay. have Messi lining up against. uh sorry, alongside Ronaldo. Oh wow. Uh, then there's also icons, legends of the past. So you're going to see Vieira. You're going to see Hullet, You're going to see uh, Ronaldo Nazario. Uh,
0: all the best players of the current game and also of the past. So these esports guys, they will they they will have their team. You know, nailed down. Right. Like they know exactly which players they have in which position under a certain formation. Particularly with so
1: much of this being online, uh, there's a lot that's shareable. There's a yeah. lot of people that, you know, have gone into the analysis of these players to work out exactly who's and best. The optimal lineup, I exactly. suppose. Exactly. Yeah. And yet with that, uh, I'm a firm believer of, uh, Firm believer, anyway that you want to have a twist. You want to be able to put your little imprint on yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I've been talking to some of the competitors. They've been sort of talking to their tactics with me just to sort of get some feedback. Hmm. There's going to be a few surprises. Uh, You're going to see your Ronaldo's and your Messi's. That's a given. Uh, They are the best players. But don't be surprised to see something a little bit different in there. Uh, Because again, when you've rehearsed against the same thing again and again, and everyone knows what the global standard is, if you can put your own twist on it, if you can pick a formation someone hasn't seen before, or pick a wildcard player that you just don't know how to come up against, that could be the difference between winning and losing this Thursday.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Someone with a... A ninety nine speed rating or something like that down the right wing. That's exactly it.
1: Maybe his overall rating isn't the highest, but maybe he yeah. is just one of the fastest players in game and you're not
0: gonna catch him. That's crazy, yeah. It, it it merges that um that whole fantasy landscape out there as well. Everyone that enjoys super cro supercoach in AFL and NRL too that can transfer their their certain skills across to FIFA can come up with some amazing point of difference lineup. It's in, it's incredible. And we could
1: see that this Thursday. We could see yeah. something uh, that is created for the first time that, that is then imitated on the global stage. Uh, yeah. Everyone will be watching around the world. Uh, we'll be on Fox Sports 501. Wow. It will also be on Twitch. Yeah, We're expecting... Uh, it gets an audience of hundreds of thousands every week. Yeah, yeah uh, wow. We know that. I don't see why the finals event wouldn't be even bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there'll be people watching, competitors. They're going to be playing in this FIFA e World Cup. Doing Uh, their homework. Exactly. No, they will generally they'll be taking notes, they'll be watching the games, doing their analysis and we could see uh, an E League competitor pioneer something for that FIFA E World Cup.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow, very interesting. Does this ever get like really hated? Like to the point where Pushing and shoving becomes involved.
1: Uh, definitely, we have been very blessed with the competitors that have been able to be chill on stage. It is a very tense environment. Uh, yeah. It's all good and well yeah. to be playing in the comfort of your own home, but when you're playing on the stage under the lights with a crowd oh, watching, man. anything uh, could happen. Go and watch the highlights on Fox Sports or on the E League Hub. At least, just the last game of the tournament. Yeah. Sydney FC and Melbourne Victory. Sydney FC just needed a draw to win the entire thing. Okay. I'm not going to spoil for it uh, what exactly happens. Good. Um, except that I think I've already mentioned who the Premiers were. But it doesn't take away from the quality of this game and also the environment, the pressure that these guys are under. You see the crowd getting into it and you see how intense it is. Thankfully, neither of the competitors lost their cool. <laughs> Again, Samir is a big enough boy that he could have torn up the stage Oh well, yeah, style. I was going to
0: say, security. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're blessed with great competitors uh, that not only understand... Uh, the competitive nature. They do understand it as a game at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, we're all good mates. We're there to shake hands afterwards. And
0: a livelihood. Uh yeah. Uh, for and so, yeah, yeah, no,
1: definitely, exactly. Yeah. This is this is what they do. Yeah. Um, but they do it with respect. Uh, and definitely no broken controllers or anything like that to speak of so far.
0: <laughs> that astonishes me. I uh, yeah, back going back to my Mario Kart days, I broke a few controllers
1: <laughs> it's it's easy to do uh, yeah. again but once again when the cameras are on you when the world literally uh, is yeah. watching you yeah. uh, i think it's those that maintain their composure that come out on top
0: yeah okay and one of the other uh, potential conflicts i suppose is is the xbox v uh, playstation console versus console how, how does that how do we work all that out because i'm assuming when you get to the fifa world cup It's only going to be on one, right?
1: Well, for the uh, A-League, what's happening is that there's all the A-League clubs represented, all 10. uh, But then there's 20 competitors. The reason for that being that each club has an Xbox competitor and a PlayStation 1. Right. Uh, And that's been a two-legged aggregate affair uh, so far. So PlayStation and Xbox results combined for that club determines whether you get the points or not. What happens now, though, is that it's uh, all the the team-based friendliness, uh, all the gloves are off. Because it becomes this individual competitive competition. Uh, And so you're going to have the Xbox division and the PlayStation division uh, top uh, playing uh, the qualifier from the bottom four. Again, look online if you'd like a a lovely diagram to explain it all for you. But essentially what that means for this E-League event on Thursday, Mm. you're going to have the winner of the Xbox division, the winner of the PlayStation division. And then they're going to play one leg on each other's consoles to determine your ultimate winner, uh, the champion of the E-League. Uh, and don't underestimate either the differences between uh, the, the consoles, the controllers. Yeah, of course. That might sound uh, uh, funny to you if you haven't played uh, many video games before.
0: No, I, I always used to use that excuse when someone had to uh, pull out the Xbox. I'm a PlayStation guy. <laughs> couldn't do it. I love it. Uh, yeah, no, I've, I've been guilty of the same before. <laughs> I think you'll find, again, the best competitors
1: uh, can transfer those skills. Wow. But we did see uh, a few of them, I believe Mitch Austin himself, playing on his unpreferred console during this E-League and just hitting the wrong button, yeah. running through on goal, looking to play uh, what we call a finesse shot into the corner, presses the wrong trigger button because he's not used to where it's going to be, hashes it, loses the game, has a little bit of a rage, gets yeah. really frustrated. Uh, and again, on this stage, it's those little details that can make the difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I def- I, it's It was definitely hard to uh, to try and add finesse to a, a, a shot on a on a different console. I I, I can feel where he's coming from there. Uh, anything more you reckon we need to mention, Nathan?
1: I think the, the one thing I'd love to point out is not just, uh, again, if you enjoy your football, I reckon you enjoy FIFA. Uh, if you're interested in the world of esports, uh, you're going to see a few things you probably wouldn't normally. But it's really uh, the human side uh, that I love about esports. Uh, it's not uh, a fantasy world. It's not a place uh, that doesn't exist. Hmm. There are real competitors. There's an audience. There's commentators. There's a crowd. Uh, we all combine uh, to create this event. Uh, and at the end of the day, we're not, you know, we love the stuff that happens in game, but it's the personalities and the characters behind them that really comes out the most. Mm. Uh, from the first week of this competition to the last, you've seen some of these boys come out of their skins. Uh, Cripsy is dead set now, like a Australia wide uh, success, or uh, A League, uh, I know, for Vuck's sake, and, and other podcasts and, and groups. Uh, talk about him now on the regular because they've identified him as a talent, but not just that. Again, someone that loves what he does, someone that understands uh, that we're in the sort of weird zone of sport and entertainment. Yes. And from that point of view, you're there to put on a show, but you're there to interact with other people uh, and bring everyone into this scene.
0: It's like WWE, but more real. Yeah, no, I would I would definitely
1: uh, argue for more legitimacy than WWE. <laughs> uh, but again, uh, I'm so thankful that we we live in a country and we have this sort of global ecosystem. We can follow what you like. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah. how niche your thing is. Uh, you can this get doesn't behind sound it.
0: very niche anymore.
1: No, yeah. So I, I would argue that it's not. I'm yeah. sure there's people that would argue against me, and that's fine. Yeah. But again, I just implore you to give it a go. See what you think. Uh, respect how much time these guys put in to what they do, uh, and get into it. Get involved. Get involved with the Twitch chat. Mm. Get involved on Twitter, the E League hub. Uh, there's a wonderful community that you can interact with and have
0: some banter with. Yeah, exactly. So anyone listening out there that wants more information before Thursday uh, evening, or just before, uh, or, or just more information in general. Uh, where can they go?
1: Definitely. Uh, there's an e league hub, uh, so it's just eleaguecomau slash e league. Okay. Fox Sports has its own e league section. Uh, the e league has its own social channels. Uh, it, type in e league into Google or social, essentially. Yeah. You'll come yeah. up with some results. Uh, and definitely watch Just for Kicks this Thursday as well, because there's going to be some sort of e league crossovers. Which will hopefully give some explainers so you know exactly what to expect come the big grand final.
0: All right. Uh, Nathan, one more time. Details for this Thursday, please. No worries. So, this Thursday, you do have session one, which goes roughly
1: from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Those will be the elimination finals and quarterfinals. But the big one is if you're going to watch one part of this night, watch the night session uh, starting at 8 p.m. That'll be on Fox Sports 501, Fox Sports Digital, and Twitch, the semi finals and grand finals. Uh, there's also going to be some special guests, so watch out for that. I believe we've got some football freestylers. Uh, it's going to be not just a great sporting event, but a great spectacle as well.
0: Yeah, wow. And uh, our own Nathan Patrick will be commentating uh, for that, so make sure you check that out. Uh, as we mentioned, on Fox Sports 501 uh, this Thursday evening. Nate, thank you very much for joining today's Splash. My pleasure. Thank you. And that'll do us today. I hope everyone out there is enjoying their week. We'll be back uh, later on uh, after Anzac Day uh, with something else. Uh, And until then, that's a wrap.